You know, uh, Kevin, I had never heard uh, switching to what's happening in Ukraine, but uh, Princess Olga, uh, no one I've ever heard of before until suddenly Nancy Pelosi makes a surprise trip to Ukraine um, over the weekend uh, to make that visit, and she kind of led a delegation over there. Yeah, there's been a number of surprise trips over there, and I'm, I'm glad to see it happening. I think our leaders need to uh, go over and see firsthand where all of this money is going and get an assessment of what needs to be done. Uh, joining us with the story is WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne. Hey, Marie. And good morning, guys. This was a short visit for the delegation over the weekend. Staying in Kiev just about three hours, enough time to have a meeting with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Speaker Pelosi reiterating the support of the United States to Ukraine. Yes fight is a fight for everyone and so our commitment is to be there for you until the fight is done and president Zelensky saying he's grateful for that support i think you have to know that we'll win and we'll win together now, Pelosi said that her discussions with Zelensky centered on security, humanitarian and economic issues, and also eventually rebuilding Ukraine. While in Poland, Pelosi and the delegation met with the president there, Andrzej Duda. Now, there were several other important developments in Ukraine over the weekend. Some hopeful news, finally, about those citizens who've been trapped for weeks in an abandoned steel plant in Mariupol. About 100 of them were evacuated Sunday, and they think they're going to get more of them out of there. Explosions reported in the Russian border city of Belgorod, which is home to Russian fuel depots and ammunition facilities. Ukrainian military officials say units from Belarus's military have been spotted in Ukraine's border regions. So far, Belarus has not officially deployed its troops to fight along the Russian forces in Ukraine, although Russia's using the Belarus border there as a staging area for thousands of its own troops. And finally, Finally, Kevin and Tom, more than 25 percent of Russia's troops committed to its ground war in Ukraine have likely been rendered combat ineffective. That's coming from uh, officials in the Ukraine army. But 25 percent is what they're saying now. Yeah, it, it's, it seems so far away, and then you see a story, and it brings it right home for you. I was listening to one of the people evacuated in Mariupol out of that steel plant, and she said that she hadn't seen the sunlight in two months, yeah. that she was buried in hiding uh, down under rubble in the dark, and she finally was so happy to be outside and to see the light. And you just think what all of these people are going through and how difficult it is. There, mu- I understand there are hundreds of people in there. I heard some of them were as young as four months old. I have a grandson who's about that age, and it just breaks your heart to think about that. And if you've noticed, too, there's a lot of um, video documentation coming out of that steel plant. A lot of the soldiers are doing like little, uh, little video blogs and sending them out to the world. So it's just been a very, very tense situation there for the for these uh, civilians. Yeah, and people were wondering why I brought up uh, Princess Olga. <laughs> it kind of seemed random, but that was the award that uh, she was given. Nancy Pelosi was given by President Zelensky this award called the Order of Princess Olga. And it was really for her commitment to, um, you know, her personal contribution to her commitment of strengthening the cooperation between the two countries. So she was given that award. She really wants to see this passed in Congress. It's $33 billion yes. worth of aid. But the concern now is that it might be, end up being tied to other things like COVID funding. And they're like, let's make this separate so it goes through quickly. That seems to be the gist. Sadly, uh, Tom. 
Tom and Kevin, as you know, this is what happens in Congress. They tie a lot of these important things to other things that people aren't happy about. And uh, Tom, there is a pretty steady drumbeat about just getting this money passed for this single purpose that is desperately needed at this time. Well, we've talked to Republicans on the show and Democrats, and they are in agreement about getting Ukraine the help they need. Uh, They all have come home after seeing uh, firsthand what's going on there, saying uh, that that this this is something we need to be doing. We they can win. We can do this. We can we can make this uh, we can make this happen for them. But how we go about doing it, uh, it it shocks me a little bit that we suddenly will tie things to something. Let's just let's we agree on we need to help them. Let's go do what we need to do. Right. And they're uh, obviously all of this uh, comes at a cost. Over the weekend, I saw a story about these uh, uh, drone missiles that are ready to ship, ready to ship to Ukraine. And uh, they're, for a lack of a better word, they're called kamikaze drones, jackknife drones, where they go in, they find their target, they go down and they obliterate it. And they're pretty effective as long as their signal doesn't get scrambled. They're pretty effective. But again, the crates are all there waiting, waiting to be shipped out to Ukraine. All right. Marie Osborne, thanks so much. Senior news analyst. Appreciate it. Thank you. More to come. 760 WJR.